0: sports talk mississippi's brian haydad along with robbie falk from 24 7 sports give you an inside look at the bulldogs on the field the court and the diamond now get ready for thunder and lightning This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey Dad, and Robbie Falk here with you on a Sunday evening. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get your podcast from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way, the trip to the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse in uh, Starkville or at Brupolo in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Beaumont. Yeah, I would told you I would do South Mississippi on the next. Time. I like it. There you go, switching it up a little bit. Perry we got, County, we got... shout out to Nick Griffin. There you go. So we got a little stuck in North Mississippi Delta mm-hmm.
1: area for a while. So it's nice to change. it.
0: There was there. something I was I was I may have been up against Brandon Walker in one of those like media polls or something, and Nick Griffin came out and, and supported him, and I was like, I can't believe you support him, Nick. After all the times he called you a poor man's. Uh, Oh, what running back did I use? Who would have been on that team? I can't remember. I, I oh, now I'm going to look it up. And I, Nick was like, "He said what?" He's, he called him a poor man's like. I, I, I gotta find. I gotta find who it was. Hold on. I got. I gotta know.
1: He, he was basically degrading.
0: Yeah, but it, I made it up. Well, Bulldogs Radio hadn't checked. I mean, that it in might not.
1: It, it might not actually uh,
0: have been made up. Let's see here. I could easily have seen. Oh no doubt. Out. No question about it. Let's see here. here. Oh, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> okay. So he says, vote Brandon Walker, right? And I said, that's interesting because he once talked to me for 30 minutes on how much better Derek Milton was than you. <laughs> 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 I've gotten Brandon with that twice. I got him one time at the hump. Uh, he was sitting next to Rufus Warren. And I tweeted, I'm glad to see they're such good friends after all the times he called him the homeless man's Justin Malone. (laughs) And I'll never forget this. This is one of the funniest things ever. So Joel and I are sitting there. I send the tweet. And we're just watching. And Rufus reaches in his pocket. He sees he's got a notification. He starts playing with the phone. And all of a sudden, he looks at His eyes get super big. And he looks over (laughs) at Brandon. And he starts, like, pointing. And Brandon looks. And he goes. He starts shaking his head. And he's pointing right at me. And they look over. I was... Pounding the table laughing at Brandon. And so I was like, gotcha. So. And you're you're bringing, you're giving him a platform this week on the show, right? The King of the South will address the Bulldog Nation here on this show. His grace will join us to talk. He will put he will put everybody's mind at ease about all the turmoil currently happening here in Starkville. And Brian will push me out of the way. No, no, it's just, no, no, no. He won't have the whole show. I'll just, We'll just get him just on a, for, for, a, for a bit. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, For sure. We say all that to say Strange Brew Coffee. is <laughs> the delicious coffee. It's great in the mornings. You should go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order some. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. And, you know, if you can't find it at College Corner and one of their two locations in the Jackson area, you should shop online, collegecornerstore.com. The holidays are coming up. They are almost upon us. We're less than a month to Thanksgiving, which means Black Friday is just around the corner. Always great deals from College Corner on Black Friday. Humble Taco is Starkville's best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare, with Mississippi roots. It's just so good. When you want something different from Mexican, when you want to take some you know, have something familiar, you know, it's like, okay, it's a taco, it's a quesadilla, it's a burrito, but it's not. It's something completely different. That's when you gotta go to Humble Taco. Head over there with you know, this weather right now, sitting down on the patio, couldn't be better. Enjoy yourself and enjoy a great meal every time at Humble Taco. We are, you know, as we're this will be the last day. Last day of uh First Responders Month over at Firehouse Subs. So this is, so, you know, as we're listening here on Halloween, Happy Halloween, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, this is your last day to go do this. So just one last chance to make your uh, your donation. Whenever you head over there, you buy a sub and then you buy a medallion. $1, $5, or $25, and that goes straight to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation. Over $800,000 just in Mississippi. So millions of dollars nationwide. Location Starkville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, Madison, Firehouse Subs. So, Robbie, for me, the Monday after the bye week show, always a very difficult show to put together. Because we've got nothing to report on as far as the game goes. You know, I mean, everybody else play, but I mean, literally no Mississippi State sporting events have happened. And so you always got to try to, you know, piece it together. And normally our Monday show is so formulaic, right? Tell them Falk things that are true, coffees for closers, and we're done. And so, like, it's always something to, to come up with topics. But not today. We were gi- we, we were, were gifted. We were gifted something, or we were saddled with something. I don't know which. So, don't know which one? Which one to use? We not a lot of reporting to do for us here. This is going to be a right. lot of opinion here. But we've all seen it at this point that John Cohen basically is out the door and headed to Auburn as their new athletic director. A move that caught not only me by surprise, not only Robbie by surprise. But from talking to people at Mississippi State caught them completely by the surprise as well. Uh, one one source told me that if you had asked him to rank 100 things that might happen on the bye week, this would not have cracked the top 100 for him. But it is apparent that all that's left is, is the, the I's to be dotted and the T's to be crossed. And John Cohen's headed to Auburn. Where did this come from? I don't know. Yeah, it, I, said, I don't no, know either. Nowhere. I was hoping you knew.
1: This is... One of the more shocking things. Dan Mullen going to Florida. Not surprising. This
0: is ten times more surprising than Strickland to Florida. Yeah, and even that, you know, uh, it was pretty surprising. The only one that compares for me, Robbie, and I think you'll agree, is Vic Schaefer to Texas. Yeah, that was really surprising. Yeah, I mean, that caught us completely off guard.
1: But, you know, and and I could see Vic Schaefer leaving Mississippi State at some point. It was just the fact that it was Texas that was surprising. We thought it would be Texas John Cohen leaving Mississippi State is a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'd I guess I shouldn't be all that surprised by it because, and I don't I don't want to demean um, Cohen's love for Mississippi State here, but loyalty in college athletics specifically doesn't really exist anymore. It's 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 a business, and John Cohen. I don't know if there's anybody else that loves Mississippi State as much as John Cohen. He was a player here. He was a coach here. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be an athletic director. His best interest was Mississippi State at all times. He loved Mississippi State, um, but this is still kind of a surprise to me. This is a guy that was Mississippi State through and through. He wasn't your typical uh, athletic director type. He was, a, you know, a hard nosed guy at times. He was a guy that that um, had a different kind of mentality than some of the athletic directors that you see currently in in college athletics. But uh, I always, I always felt like you know the the only way to get rid of John Cohen at Mississippi State was going to be retirement or firing. Yeah, I, I really just did not see him leaving Mississippi State. This nah, is kind of, either. you know, this is this is kind of out of left field. Um, and <laughs> that's a good pun for John Cohen. Yeah, but you know, it's it's one of those things where like it's kind of like for for state fans, I think it's it's kind of bittersweet in some ways. I mean, John Cohen is one of them. He's a graduate of Mississippi State. He took you to your first ever national championship in baseball. He helped build um, uh, the program into a national baseball contender again. And then he took over the athletic department, and he's been here for, I think, six years now, and the athletic department being your, your AD. I know the fan base was kind of split on John Cohen during his time at Mississippi State, but I don't think you can deny that he did some really good things at Mississippi State, that there were some things that you could – um, certainly gleaned from his career here that suggests that uh, he had some things that he could work on. But for the most part, I thought he was a solid athletic director here. He was misunderstood at times. But I thought for a guy that's never done this before, he did a pretty solid job. He's a very meticulous person. And I think that's what Auburn sees as well out of him. Uh, he's going to be kind of a no-nonsense individual. Maybe they need somebody like that. I don't personally understand the fit. It's kind of a weird fit for both sides. But um, it's going to happen, it looks like, unless, the, unless somehow the deal falls through. And if it does, I, I don't see any, any way John Cohen is still the athletic director at Mississippi State at this yeah. point.
0: We'll come back to that point because I think that's a, a very crucial point. But the fit to me is really weird. Really weird. Because you've got a booster contingent that has basically said, we run the show. And you have a guy who I would consider one of the most stubborn, hard-headed, intense guys I've ever met. He's a coach. He's a coach. He is a guy who is used to having it his way. Yeah. And I don't know how those are going to – I don't know if the president of Auburn is thinking we need somebody who we feel can stand up to these people. Or if John Cohen is saying, I'd rather just have it easier. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. It's one of those two options. Let's go back to 2016. If you're a long-time listener, we're talking that's b and show days, you know that I was never on board with John Cohen as the athletic director. For The main reason, I thought, was coming off the 2016 baseball season, I said, this program is too close to a national title yeah. to have any change. They need to keep him in place. And then I was certainly never – I didn't like the way they, they did it where he just took over and I thought he should have coached out his final season. But regardless – Regardless.
1: And also, I, I never liked the way that they treated Mike Bonner no. during that situation. Well, that,
0: that, that's a, 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 a situation that's a little bit more. We close knew who to was us. going to be the AD. It's close to the media, but we felt like our friend was mistreated. And at the end of the day, and then people, you know, I, I wish these podcasts were still around. I'm sorry that, you know, I worked for a terrible company. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, Keith, you go to hell. Uh... <laughs> There's still but, some
1: there's still some hard feelings there I see
0: Well, there's still some money on the table <laughs> um, but I, I never understood the idea of making the baseball coach the athletic director this is the you know the times 2016 it's, it's not 1985 you don't just promote a coach to athletic director you got to have background in administration and marketing in, in in compliance things of that and, and he just didn't and I never really understood the move but at the same time Mississippi State has enjoyed some success you know, obviously it's the first national title Um Couple of national title runs under uh, Vic Schaefer, Um, you know facilities have gotten better, so there's been some successes. There's certainly been some failures for John Cohen. My guess is, outside of the truly elite programs, if you grade his hire, it probably grades out about the same as everybody else. It's 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 probably average to maybe a slightly above average. You know, I'm not going to crap on the guy. He did a lot of things I, I disagreed with, but he did some things I liked. So you know we won't we won't go too far down down the road with that. I think the floor at Mississippi State was elevated. Yeah, with him because like
1: across all sports. Yeah, you know The ceiling might be you know around the same, all things considered, other than the national championship and a couple final fours in women's basketball. But I think they were solid. Like they were not terrible at hardly anything. Right. Um, I mean, even the disaster that the women's basketball program became. I mean,
0: they were like five hundred. Yeah. So. I think that Cohen's legacy to the average fan is very solid. I think to the message board fan it is less because mm-hmm. they'll focus on the negative. And look, at the end of the day, his track record for hiring coaches is not great. You know, Lamonis aside, uh, Moorhead, failure. Cannizzaro, you can say what you want.
1: That was a good hire.
0: It was a it good just... hire, but it, 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 it did not pan out because of off-the-field stuff. But I could also, I, you could also argue that a more thorough vetting might have turned up that stuff ahead of time. The thing
1: that I'll say about the hires that we've determined are failures.
0: And McCray-Penson, big big flop.
1: Yeah. and hindsight, obviously you look at it and say, well, this didn't work out or whatever, but the hires all made sense. They all made sense. Mm-hmm. They were all up-and-coming coaches, um, tremendous assistant coaches when they were, when they were uh, assistant mm-hmm. coaches. They just didn't work out. Um, and sometimes that happens. I mean, sometimes I mean, look at Nebraska. Scott Frost looked like an absolute slam dunk. If there's ever been a slam right. dunk, Tom Herman at Texas. Yeah, but sometimes it, sometimes just, it just doesn't. doesn't work. The culture or whatever just doesn't fit, and mm-hmm. that's what happened with that. Yeah. But I, I'll say this, and I know there's been some bad blood with a couple of coaches in Cohen behind the scenes, mm-hmm. namely Vic Schaefer. And one day we'll all expose that all that stuff. That day is stuff.
0: closer than we thought it was.
1: Um, And that was probably the worst that I've seen as far as an AD and a coach and their relationship and how it deteriorated there. But the coaches – I talked to a couple of different coaches um, at Mississippi State yesterday that had reached out. Mm -hmm. And he's very well respected within this athletic department. Mm -hmm. Um, They appreciated everything that he did. They were really surprised by the news. And, um, I mean, it was just – they had had nothing but good things to say about him. So, um, as far as the people that have dealt with him outside of Vic Schaefer, which I think that just boils down to two old coaches butting heads, and they don't really want to give in, give in. Mm-hmm. I, everybody I've talked to has really respected John and and the way that he's treated them as an athletic director.
0: So now he moves on to Auburn. Which, by the way, I would have if you had said Brian, who are the top two guys Auburn should go after? To be head football coach, I would have said Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin. <laughs> and now you talk about two guys that I, w- I don't believe John Cohen would hire those two guys under any circumstances. And that's what you're dealing with now is so at yeah, Auburn. Now that, we're gonna have the first fight, right? <laughs> don't you feel like I feel like their boosters want Hugh Freeze? That's what, I, that is the feeling I get. Yeah. And there's no way there's no way you can convince me that John Cohen will willingly hire Hugh Freeze. And here's my here's my thing with this.
1: This is why I'm saying I think this is a bad fit. Like I yeah. I really don't I yeah, I could be completely wrong, but I don't know that this is going to end well at the very end. Just because we know John Cohen's personality mm-hmm. and we know how Auburn works, and this just feels like an explosion waiting to happen. And I've seen you know I've seen people from Auburn's side, that I just don't think they know who John Cohen is. I don't think they know his personality. Somebody was saying yesterday that he's really active on Twitter. He's, he's a very
0: marketable guy. Did they really guy. say that? Yes. Oh, my God. We, I have a group text, and we make fun of Cohen all the time for tweeting something like three days after it happened. Yeah. He is the king of the three-day-later retweet. He's not exactly a big social media guy. No. And a good uh, marketing guy is what they said?
1: Yeah, he's going oh, to be able to be, you know, marketable and things like that. And then, and also, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. The the report from On Three about John Cohen was was told he was going to be let go completely okay. inaccurate. Okay, um, completely false. Mm-hmm. I talked I talked to two people high up in the athletic department yesterday that's that said that that's never been talked about. Mm. There is had there's not been any conversations with John Cohen about his job, about the fact that he's probably. Um, he probably needs to look for another job, or whatever. That was I don't know where that came from, but uh I've been told that's incorrect. So get that out of the way. So there's a lot of misinformation out there on that side of the fence about John Cohen. Um and to circle all the way back around to what you were suggesting about, you know, Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin or whatever, you're dealing with a guy that is like I said, no nonsense. Wants it his way. He wants to lead the charge, and we just saw that with Alan Green in the same booster group. Mm-hmm. That he didn't want Brian Harson fired. They wanted Brian Harson fired. There was some butting of heads there. They they fired the athletic director, mm-hmm. so this can happen. You're gonna have. I mean, do, do you think John Cohen can say yes, sir, to
0: some Yellowwood? guy? Uh, I- I cannot picture like that. that in my head. I cannot imagine no. that. No.
1: And that's what's going to have to happen. For this to work, uh-huh.
0: John Cohen is going to have to submit to Or the, the other way around. Yeah. Can you th- see their boosters who have had carte no. blanche for three decades, four decades, no. saying, okay, John, we trust you. We trust an outsider, not an Auburn. Here's a guy. Not only is he not an Auburn guy, he grew up in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. He, he's He's letting the whole family down here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think he actually has some family members that are Bama fans. Yeah,
0: got so, to.
1: Yeah, so that's what that's what you're gonna have to. That's what's gonna have to happen here. It, you're gonna have to have an athletic director that that is very strong willed and independent and wants to run things his way. That is going to have to submit to an athletic department that is basically overrun with boosters, um, and it has been for a long time. So. It's going to be really interesting to follow. That's, that's all I have to say. And that place is it's it, they're kind of like LSU, in that there's never really a dull moment there. Mm-hmm. It's either you know the highest of highs or the lowest of lows. Mm-hmm. LSU kind of experiences the same thing, and that's another university that's basically run by boosters. But you know Scott Woodward's really good too. Like I, yeah, I think that he's it, there's a there's a I nice, don't think their
0: boosters were saying Brian Kelly. So it's obvious Woodard got his guy,
1: right? Yeah, so he has he has not full autonomy, but Mm -hmm. he's a little more in control. They'll listen to what he says. Alan Green had nothing. Nothing. Alan
0: Green had nothing. He was just the face. Yeah, I mean, they almost hired Kevin Steele. Yes, and then basically the reason Alan Green is not the Auburn athletic director anymore is he was pretty much told you will have no say in this next football hire. I mean, here's what somebody made the point
1: on the board the other day that the, the Auburn's football. Program is like one of the best in the SEC. Way better than State and Ole Miss. I agree with that to an extent, but from a coaching perspective, hiring coaches, they have not been able to go out and get
0: a big time coach since when? I mean, uh, you you can argue very easily that Mike Leach is a more is a bigger hire than any hire Auburn has made since Tommy Tuberville.
1: Yeah, you got you pulled Tommy Tupperville from Ole Miss. Yeah, who was from
0: before Tupperville was Bowden. Yeah, Terry Bowden. Terry Bowden, who was uh, hey. he was at Jacksonville State or yeah, something. Yeah. So what are we talking about? But, I mean, he was Bobby Bowden's kid, is right. What right. So you go Tommy
1: Tupperville to um, Gene Chiswick, Chiswick yeah. who, who was terrible, five, five and nineteen. as a head Yeah, guy. at Iowa State, and then you go to Gus Malzahn, who was a who was Arkansas State's coach and had been at Auburn, and they felt like he was the secret to success. Right. Uh, and then News from flash.
0: that, to Brian Horson. Cam I mean, Newton was the uh, secret to success. It's the players. Yeah, it's not the coaching. It's the players. Let's let's go back to something you talked about a second ago, because as we're recording, it's almost five o'clock on Sunday here. The deal is not done. It, no? it, it maybe you know they're just waiting on one more rubber stamp or whatever. Maybe they just haven't put their graphic together, their social media graphic, which Cohen yeah. will retweet in three days. <laughs> uh, but it's not done. There's no path back for John Cohen if Auburn decides at the last second they're going to bail on this, right? No, can't. You, like you, he, he, you just have to announce he's just going to have to announce like a quote retirement or something. Yeah, he cannot come back. There's,
1: I mean, technically Talk about burning bridges, man. I mean, technically he can. Like, the, I mean, Mississippi State can decide to to keep him, but just, just pull a Costanza? just show up at work on Monday, yeah. like, hey oh, guys, I, what that. You, no, that was not the, that little thing. Did I tweet about it? No, then it didn't happen. Exactly. Um, there's, you know, was Mississippi State, like I said, Mississippi State could say, yeah, we'll take you back, John. And he could agree to do that. But it will not work. This fan base will no. not accept him. They've, they're going to, most of this fan base is going to feel uh, sabotaged, stabbed in the back. Um, they're going to feel that they have a traitor on their hands. And, Listen, like I said earlier, it's business. Like I, I don't think it's it's really a personal thing or anything like that. I think John Cohen is is just trying to do the best thing that he feels is best for his family and best for him. Uh, but it's but the reality of the situation is it's not going to work with him being Mississippi State's athletic director moving forward if this deal falls through. You can't turn around after you've been courted by. An SEC West rival for the last few days in a, in a very um, public way. Everybody knows it's happening. You can't turn around and come right back to Mississippi State. You know, if it if this was a Group of Five school mm-hmm. and and you're just happy to have the guy back, that's fine. But this is this is one of your own, a guy that played and coached here and was your AD that is looking for for other opportunities. It's kind of like Dan Mullen. Like I I don't think people trusted Dan Mullen. In the end, because they knew he was talking to other teams right. and things like that, it's hard to get. Imagine him going into a room and and after that happens mm-hmm. and trying to convince people to to fundraise his athletic department. Right after he has gone behind their backs
0: mm-hmm.
1: and talked to another SEC West. Right, not like so, you try to try to get the uh, the mm-hmm. Texas job or, or right. something like that. It's, you know, this is a, this is a team that is directly
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, fighting with Mississippi State every year in every sport. So, I mean, it's there's no way back.
0: One more thing to take away from this for me, <clears throat> and I've said this many times, and I believe it with all my heart. Y'all have got to stop with the family thing. Yes. There is no family at Mississippi State. It's a business just like any other business. Everybody's looking out for themselves. And every one of you season ticket holders, MSU would cut you out tomorrow if they thought they could make an extra million dollars. Yep. If you're sitting at home and you're a diehard bulldog and you've been buying tickets since nineteen seventy five and you, you own, you know, your cowbells go back to the twenties or whatever. It doesn't matter. If MSU thought that, that making you not attend games anymore would make them any money whatsoever, they would not sell you tickets.
1: So completely agree.
0: Can completely can agree with that. Just just stop with the whole we have a family. You don't. You have this is the university. It is a business. You choose to support you're f you're a member of the MSU family the same way you're a member of the Walmart family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they would cut you out too. So the, please, the, please stop. Please the, stop with the F A capital M I L Y.
1: Yeah, the color the color green is is much more important green than the colour. Green is red. all that matters. Yeah, the the the, the uh the blood is or green is thicker than blood or what I don't know. I don't well, know no, what you it's green uh, makes
0: red. No,
1: yeah, Red makes, red green. makes green. Red, red green. makes green and that's a wrestling thing. Yeah, but that's not it's not the same thing yeah. at all. But no, it's not. But yeah, no, we now have two Athletic directors that have graduated from Mississippi State yes. and been involved with Mississippi State for State like twenty plus years, for decades, that have just had no reservations about leaving. Yeah, I mean Scott Strickland was out like that. Yeah, John Cohen. I don't know how long this has been going on. Their conversations, mm-hmm. but evidently, I mean, I'm sure it was. I'm sure. Well, I mean, I'm sure he wrestled it with it, yeah. but I mean it. <laughs> I mean it. Can't, it, it can't be that part of decision. It's something. Right. So I, you know, like, but yeah, you're you're exactly right though. I mean, like, the whole family, and we're all like Mississippi State. We love everybody. No, it's 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 all about the dollar
0: and how much they can make individually and for the university. I'm gonna go a little further than that in just a minute, but let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner. I saw some of your pictures this weekend on Twitter. Some of you guys sent me some uh, some some shots of steaks. I wish I was at your house. You know, I wish I could be enjoying a great steak with you. And oh, you- I had a good one last night. Where'd you go? Oh, I I grilled my own. I grilled <sighs> rib eyes?
1: Yeah, it might have been the best ribeye I've ever had. Really? I, I'm not. I got my. I cooked on, one for my buddy on, too. Hold on.
0: Oh, wish I'd been invited. <laughs> Just gonna turn that favor <laughs> on you real quick.
1: I grilled one. So we went over to my cousin's uh, house, which is right across the pine from yeah. where I'm living right now. And you know they were grilling things. I wanted to grill. Um, some stuff for myself, too. So me and Becky and my friend Patrick, uh-huh. who's an avid listener, yeah, uh, we got ribeyes. Mm-hmm. I seasoned them up how I wanted them seasoned, mm-hmm. uh, put it on the charcoal grill, and my goodness,
0: those things were perfect. I'm telling you, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Can't so, beat a good ribeye, man. You can't. This weekend, 6.30 kick, or uh, yeah, 6 o'clock kick. What is it? 6.30 or 6? I keep forgetting. 6, six right? Is it 6? Six thirty is the SEC network game, so it's got to be. Is six, it on right? ESPN? Yeah, it's on ESPN two. ESPN two, I think. I don't know. There's you a... look it up. It doesn't matter. It's a night game. You got time to grill. Fire them up and throw some beef on the grill. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. I made my I made my appointment at Two Brothers on uh, Friday, and I, I I did show up. And I had we I ran into one of our listeners who said I'm here on your recommendation. sounded like they were having a good time. And I had a great time. Food was fantastic. The whole family enjoyed it. You just can't go wrong with Two Brothers. It's just so good. I'm I'm running out of superlatives. I I say it a bunch, but it's just my favorite place to go, and I enjoy it every time I'm there. Two Brothers smoked meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products, great service. Every business offers them. Advantage Business Systems delivers them, and they have been for 47 years. That's how you know it's legit. 47 years? Nobody's staying open that long unless you're taking care of their customers. So when you need new technology for your business, you call Advantage Business Systems, and if you need service, you talk to the same guy who sold you the goods in the first place. That's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I wonder how the new athletic director is going to feel about logos. That's a huge thing for me. We need to get to in his ear him. early.
1: we got to corner him.
0: We're going to make this happen, and then when that happens, the Rogue Collegiate Collection will be even more valuable to you because they've got the logos the fans want. They've got the script state. They've got the walking bully. They've got the M over S, and they've got them on the top polos you can buy sold to you by one of the top clothing stores in all of the Southeast. You know the Rogue. You know what they stand for. They stand for quality. Check out their collegiate collection, their polos and quarter zips today. Don't worry about living the three stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. I had something. Oh, I had something I wanted to say. What, what time was the game? Six thirty. Six thirty. Okay. Yeah. I, I had I had another another point I wanted to make there, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it doesn't matter. When I say you we were talking about family a second ago, let's talk about potential replacements for John Cohen. You and I have a little differing of opinion on this. Hopefully it won't turn into a 15-minute shouting match. I've, I've actually kind of changed my... Okay. Yep. Here's my opinion, and I, I firmly believe this. I, and real quick, if if we were five years in the future, if this was 2027, I would just say promote Red Hobart and move, move on with our lives. Right. I think he's still a little young. He's no offense, Red, a little I love you, bit more. But... <laughs> Just put him in, put him in the refrigerator. A more dry aging on him. Put him in the refrigerator for a little yeah, bit he's, longer, he's not, and then we could well, I was going to go the other way. I was going to like, he's not, he's not quite done. Leave him in the oven for another yeah. another five years. Yeah. He needs to cook a little more. That said. Because right. Red is going to be a superstar AD. Absolutely. He's Mississippi State's AD of the future. Yes. There's no question in my mind. But for now, what I would say to you is this. I don't – I don't remember what it was. How awkward is that game going to be Saturday? Oh, I can't wait. Cohen's going to be in the press box in the visiting AD. Do you think he comes – I would I, stay away if I were him. It's, I it's too go. fresh, right? can you, you imagine, can't do that. Can you, you imagine us walking? You and I walking into the press box. We're gonna go, uh, you know, grab our seat, and I see John Cohen there in an orange sweater. I, I won't. I, it's, it's, it, I remember seeing Strickland for the first time in Florida colors. I was like, yeah. it is. It's weird." But I had had time to let that marinate. John Cohen has been wearing Mississippi
1: State colors since two thousand and eight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: he went from Kentucky blue to, to, to maroon. To maroon. And he, has been there ever since. And I've mostly seen him wearing
0: maroon yeah. ever since. I mean, so. it's, it's crazy. So my thought for the athletic director is this, Robbie. Mississippi State should hire a guy who has literally never been to Mississippi State before. Like, the first time he's on campus is for his interview. I want new blood, new ideas, new ways of thinking. I would go to a place like Ohio State or Michigan... And see who their number two guy is, and see if he's ready for prime time. You know, I don't know who Burns' number two is over at Alabama. Obviously, he would have been here before, but you see what I'm saying? Somebody no connections for far too long. Mississippi State has been a school not not a good old boy network, but there is definitely a feeling of keeping it in the family. I would go outside the maroon and white bubble for this hire and bring in somebody who has a proven administrator, who has worked in administration, who has a marketing background, because Mississippi State is a program. I feel Mississippi State's best days as an athletic program were when Scott Strickland was in charge of marketing under Greg Byrne and then as the athletic director. That's what Mississippi State has to be. They have to market themselves. They can't just rely on, you know, same old, same old. That's that's the path I think Mississippi State should go down. Now, I've seen some of the names that have come out there. Obviously, John Curry's name has been mentioned a lot. Would be an absolute home run hire, yeah. in my opinion. First off, his number two guy, Rhett. They have worked together before. Mm-hmm. He worked at Wake Forest. This is a guy who had Tennessee going the right path. He didn't want to hire Jeremy Pruitt. No. He did not want to do that. He wanted to hire Mike Leach. And Greg, after and Greg that. and Greg after that, both of whom are proven winners. And I, I don't think Greg Schiano
1: would have been a disaster. I think that I was, think he would have been fine. That was gaslighted by Clay Travis hey, and the fan and the fan base just just that's blew all up. you needed to say. And also, people forget. What was going on within that athletic department at the time? Yeah. You had basically a coup mm-hmm. with, with Phil the former football coach. How did that work out? Yeah. So, and you know, now that they've kind of gotten all that out of the way, look at what they're doing. That they Danny doing. White is one of the best in the country. Exactly.
0: They went outside the orange and white bubble. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I, the more
1: we talked about it yesterday, the mm-hmm. more I thought about it, and I've talked to people behind the scenes. Like I, I feel like. You're onto something with that. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say that it's an, a deal breaker that right. the person do, like Correct. doesn't have Correct. Mississippi State ties, but somebody internally
0: mm-hmm. is right now is not going to work. And the, the name that keeps popping up, and I know you like him, I would not go after Jared Binko unless I, I'm shifting I got, away from Binko. unless I was unless I was you know down my list. Yeah, I'm shifting away from Binko. I just feel like too close to John Cohen. You need somebody who can come in and look at what you've been doing and saying. Okay, I like this and I want to keep it, but we're going to change this, this, and this because yeah. I know that it works. Curry is
1: Curry is and has been my number one, mm-hmm. and that that's that's shooting for the stars because
0: you Man, know a lot of ties of to,
1: to Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. It is alum, it and it is that's alum. but it is a step up. I mean, you can entice him. I think yes. the State can pay him. I think that the opportunity to work in the SEC again is something that could be intriguing to him. So. I'm calling him. I'm going to call him and see if he'll listen. Hey, would you meet with Dr. Keenum this week? That'd be great. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm not saying Mississippi State could go out there and get John Curry with with no issues, Mm -hmm. but has ties to people within this athletic department. There's some Mississippi State people in his athletic department. It's a chance to get back in the SEC, which I think would be a a good challenge for him. And if you get him, I think you have one of the best ADs in the country, in John Curry. But I'm I'm also with you, uh, you know, uh, a guy that's the number two or number three guy at a big time power five big brand university would not be the worst thing. Mm-hmm. I think that state can make a good hire here. I think you can, I think you can upgrade from a experience standpoint. Um, I mean, there's the um, I mean, you could only upgrade from an experience standpoint because John Cohen had no
0: experience, right? As an AD, so I think. In terms of athletic budget with Curry, I think you go from about $75 million at Wake to it's like $110 million now at State, and you're two or three years away from adding another, what, 30 million, $40 million yeah, it's with, go up. with the new <clears throat> SEC TV deals. What's so, his salary? Can you find that? Let me see if I can. Now, Wake Forest is a private university, right? Yeah. So it's going to be tough. Yeah, it might not be listed. Let's see. I that. would just
1: be interested to know how far off he is from
0: uh, Cohen. He's so, got to be making decent. That's a, that's his settlement there. Oh, goodness. So this says he was making nine hundred a year at Tennessee, which is less than what John Cohen was making. Yeah, but I mean that was also and that was at Tennessee five years ago,
1: right? So, so I mean you're probably talking my, about my guess there. Yeah, like my guess days.
0: is he's probably making like six seven hundred. So, you can easily top that from a, from a salary standpoint. I mean, I could. Uh, and you get an, it's an The fact that it's an SEC school is attractive. I could go up to 1.5 yeah. for him to get an athlete
1: director like that with that kind of track record. He's been at three power five uh, universities in, in almost 30 years.
0: I like uh, the name. Another name I saw was Mack Rhodes. I like that name. Yeah. Uh, Martin Jamond was brought up from UCLA. That feels like a stretch with UCLA about to head to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, you certainly could call him. Um, but the other, my other thought is what I what I mentioned to find a guy, late thirties, early forties, who has been at big time schools, Michigan, Ohio State, Oklahoma, uh, USC, places like that, and then, of course you want to stay in the SEC you know, at, at Alabama for sure, uh, Georgia. And find out who's the who's the number two guy, who's the ascendant guy there, who's the guy that you could say, and, and you might, and I know what some of y'all are saying. Like, well, if you get a guy like that in five years, six years, you might have to be doing this again. Who cares? This if is that, I, this, that means that he's doing his job. This is something I always argue about with football too, because they're like, oh well, got to have stability. You know, what you know, Ole Miss is is number nine in the country right now. What is what have stability gotten them? Yeah, they're you know. I think and that you, if, if you if you're a stepping stone university, it means that the guy nobody steps up doing a bad job. Yeah. Well, look at um, you know, I, and this
1: is on a completely different scale or, or whatever. But you know, there was a time where like Arkansas State mm-hmm. was just the cradle of coaches. dominating. I mean, and they they, they were getting one coach after another that was they went just killing freeze, it. Malzahn.
0: Blake Anderson, I think. Blake Anderson was, it Blake was there. Harson was there, wasn't he? No, Harson was not there. He, he was, was at always, Boise. He was that's Boise. another one. Boise was another one, though. They, they kept getting good coaches.
1: Yeah. That's, and that's, you know, when you have that, you have that, uh, if you become that stepping stone or whatever, yeah. you have that uh, aura around you mm-hmm. that, you know, successful coaches come
0: through and there and you can attract other people. What we just discussed, too. If you hire a. Young, up, young up-and-coming guy. And he does a great job for you for five, six years. And then Alabama calls him back and, like, we want you to come back. And he goes, Rhett Hobart is right there. Yeah. And so, you know, you hire Rhett Hobart, and then six years down the road, he surprises everybody by going to Kentucky. hmm This is what, you know, that's apparently the way it goes right now. Alums just stabbing us in the back, left and right. Right. So, Love you, Rhett. Three uh,
1: straight athletic directors, by the way, going to SEC schools. That's got to be some State. sort of, you know,
0: the cradle of that. And plus, does, doesn't um, Mitch Barnhart has? or is it just that Strickland worked for him? Is that the only connection? I I mean, Strickland
1: he, worked for him and Cohen worked for him. Okay.
0: So maybe that's, that's what – I've always heard that they, Kentucky – like there are backroom alliances and that Kentucky has always been sort of allied with, allied with Mississippi State because of some connections. Yep. But, yeah, th- I mean, Byrne – Burn who hired Cohen. Yep. And now they'll be head, head-to-head in Alabama-Auburn. That's a we, That's a great story for John Talty and the guys over at AL to sell, um, and then you have Strickland at uh at Florida. So yeah, I mean, state, interesting stuff. States
1: producing some some good AD. I mean, yeah. uh, I I wouldn't say Cohen was on the same no, level as Burn or Strickland, right? But he has been elevated.
0: Yeah. So when do we feel like this is? Let's, let's start with this. When do we? Cohen will be probably be Monday. Tuesday at the latest. Think, I would think Monday. Yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking. And,
1: and then, listen, like I said, I mean, this, all this stuff could fall through. I, you know, Well. I, I feel certain that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But with that athletic department, there's no guarantee. The str- Stranger Things could definitely happen. But it all goes back to what we said earlier. I don't think there's any then, way that John Cohen is, is leading your athletic department anymore.
0: Who's the interim for Mississippi State? Bo hip Hill. Bo was probably the correct probably answer. Probably been around for a long
1: time. Yeah. I think he can handle,
0: you know, the the ins and outs. Yeah, I mean, we're only talking. And then my guess is probably after the Egg Bowl, you have you have your guy. Probably. Most everybody would try to get through football season, I think. ADs can kind of come and go. They can. I mean, they're not quite like coaches. Can, you could hire, I mean, you see it right here, right? Yep. I mean, Cohen's leaving in the middle. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that the State plays Auburn next. And you know, Cohen was elevated in the middle of a football season. That's right. So it's around this time.
1: Yeah he he took over like the week they played A and M I think and they beat A and M in sixteen and you know we we started the the John Cohen effect mm-hmm. yeah that's um, right yeah I think he finished the year like three and three and one or three for something like
0: that <sighs> uh, something like that yeah I, <laughs> I don't know well I mean they they beat A and M they beat lost. Ole Miss they, they won a the bowl Miss. game yeah and they lost to Arkansas in there that was is that it. Yeah, but that
1: was Peter. Oh, no one was stopping Alabama, Peter too. Sermon at that point. Yeah,
0: Peter Sermon was unstoppable. He was, he was inevitable. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right. So tomorrow's show, Leach's press conference gets a little interesting now. That might be a little interesting because you'll get his thoughts on this. Um, but we'll have that to talk about. We'll talk more. I, I expect this deal to be done by this time we record tomorrow evening. I've got to imagine it Right. Is. And then we have our picks. Robbie, now three games up on me in the picks, thanks to Texas. Thanks to Ole Miss. I want to point out that I think two of your three picks are Ole Miss. You took Ole Miss over Kentucky, and you took Ole Miss over Texas A&M. So this is a tainted victory. I just want to let you know that. I- this victory is tainted. I'm just calling it like I see it. I you should have known not to have any it's faith
1: dirty. in Texas A&M. I, I, I'm
0: sorry, I didn't want to put my faith faith in Ole Miss. That
1: last, um, that 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 it wasn't the last. It was the that possession where they had
0: like three third downs. Oh, that were but from penalty. Yeah, that's when you knew you knew it was over. Well, this is this A and M is got to be the most frustrating team to watch if you're not an A and M fan. A M fans who are AM fans, it's bad enough, right? But like for me watching to with thirty seconds left on third and ten to run a route short of the sticks. Unbelievable. is Unbelievable to me. And they did it and it cost them twenty seconds and then they couldn't get the job done. Their offense is really painful to watch. It like is.
1: it's it's very yeah. slow developing and you know, then you've got this hard. running back
0: who's great, and yet they refuse to give him they 30 do carries. They won't anything. They
1: won't get him in space.
0: No, they hand and they, were ju-
1: they were running all over Ole Miss up the middle, and then yeah. they started trying to stretch the field, which is
0: plays into their strength defensively. The right. And it was just – Well, and that's the thing. Like, you think, okay, we're going to run the ball, and that's going to open up the passing game. It doesn't always work like that. Right. So we'll do our picks tomorrow. Some big games next week. I might have to take some chances the rest of the way. I might, I'm either going to get back in it, or it's going to be – we're going to go to the rivalry weekend, and I'm down like six – it's okay. We both get to eat. We both well. get to eat. Have you thought about where you're going? I haven't. I haven't. Good. Let's keep that. I haven't it that come way. to
1: a, to a decision yet. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna celebrate yet. Yeah. Uh, I got. got to yeah. take care of business. I have or? the
0: same rule as you, by the way. We're not going to 44 Prime. Oh no, no, no. I can't. Well, we're I can't. not going to do that. We're going to go to Commodore Bob's. Oh, okay. I'm down. All right. All right, guys. Have a great, great weekend and our weekend. Have a great Monday. And uh, I wish. I know, right. The grind starts again. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again on Tuesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Hey Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, Mississippi.